Good morning, we're sure to be merry. Samachal of Ahmed Aluf. Yesterday we were discussing the creation of Odom and Chaba, how, how exactly it came about. You know, obviously, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took something from Odom and created Chaba from it. Um, but there's a machlech between Rav and Shmuel as to whether originally they were created as Odom and Chaba just in one body, the Hainu back to back, but in one body, and then they were separated, or whether whether they were created as, um, there was just Odom and he had a tail, and I thought as well, took the tail and made it into a uh, human being, i.e. Chabot. And the, the Gemara finished off yesterday, well, where we finished yesterday was, that we said that uh, we seemed to have a sira between Pesukim, on the one hand it says, Zohar and Nekeva Om, that um, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created them as Zohar and Nekeva, as Mashmah, as two separate people. And then it says, Kibitele Menikim also says, Oh, the Mashmah and made them as one. So we said, B'tzchil Olab Machshava, the Boris base, that halfway down. The original HaKadosh Baruch Hu Olab Machshava to create them as two people, but they were only created as one. And we said, obviously, what does that mean? HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't change his mind, doesn't have like a first plan and then a plan B. So we explained it yesterday, I'll be the God, the idea that, that the Tachlis was already Nikhlal in the Machshava, but Tchilah. So yesterday, I'd just like to add a little bit, or a similar sort of idea, but that is like this. That we find a very similar sort of, uh, sort of, uh, Loshan with the creation of the world. It says, Barashi's fire, the king, Akadosh Baruch created the world, at a king. At a king means this. Yet later on we find, the mention of Hashem, Midas Havayo, Midas and Rashi famously says that, that originally Olam Machshava to, to create the world with Din, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw that the world wouldn't be able to, to uh, maintain itself, to continue on if there was just Midas HaDin, so Shittay Fimoyi, and combined with it, Midas HaRacham. Which obviously, that sort of um, begs the question again, the same idea, well HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't realise to start with, what does that mean? Say Peshat is, Peshat is like this. It doesn't mean all of Machshav Hashem first saw Azra and then he decided, he changed his mind. What it means is the, the, the way the world should really have been created was with this. Just like Kodesh Baruch was saw right from the start that, in other words, the whole Tachlis of the world, using the idea of the gone again, the Tachlis was to show the Mishpah. Just, man wouldn't be able to survive with just Midas Hadin. So Kodesh Baruch allowed an element of Midas Harachamim into it. But obviously, the greater the tzaddik, the, the closer he'll be able to reach to the tachlis, i.e. to be judged by Midas Hadin. The tzaddik will be able to be judged by Midas Hadin. Somebody who's less of a tzaddik will have to have less, less Midas Hadin or more Midas Harachamim, and so on and so forth. In other words, the chatzchidot is Midas HaMishpat, Midas Hadin, just as Kodesh Baruch Hu recognizes the need for the B'diyavid, if you want, and allows us to rely a little bit on the Rachamim. So it could well be it's the same idea over here. A human being is made up of a guf and a nasham. The toughness of a person as he comes into this world is, he's going through Olam Azair, the etzem, the toughness is to go through Olam Azair, but completely mufka, completely detached from Olam Azair. That's the toughness. Just like Kodesh Baruch Hu recognized that if we didn't have any tithes, if we didn't have any connection to Olam Azeh, if we didn't have any guf, we wouldn't be able to exist in this world. Without a guf, as we've discussed, to serve Hashem, without the Yitzhah, without the guf, we wouldn't eat, we didn't eat, we wouldn't live. So therefore, our Kodesh Baruch Hu created man as an Hashem of the Seychah Guf, an Hashem within the guf. And on the contrary, when a person is originally created, he only has a Yitzharah. He doesn't have a Yitzharah. On the contrary, a person is closer to Guf when he's created. When he gets the Ben Yud Gimel Shana, then he gets the, the Kerf on the Neshama if he wants, the Yitzharah In order, because from that stage onwards, he's now journeying towards the Tachlis. Gradually, gradually to cut himself off from Olam Like Moshe Rabbein. So in which case, in which case, um, in which case the idea is that this, that originally HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted, as it were, the ideal is to be created as two completely separate things. The Hainu to be Zohar on the cable. Zohar is always the connotation with the Neshama, the Guf being 
in the Gevah, the idea is to be completely and utterly separate. Not to be completely mufka from Olam Azeh. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu recognized that man couldn't exist like that. Therefore, he put the two of them together, the Yitzhah Tov and the Yitzhah Ara, the Guf and the Neshama, the Ish the Ish on one body, and then separated them. That is our job. We are put in here, put in here as Guf and Neshama together, and our job is gradually to separate from that, doesn't literally separate from the Isha, but it means to separate from Adam Azeh, to separate the Guf. I mean, it's really actually to be maler than the Guf, with the Neshama, but to disconnect ourselves from the Guf in terms of itself. That's our task. So the Gemara now continues on with the next question. Bishlama Lamanda Omar. It's fine according to the one who says Paraksuf. It's about ten lines or so before the very wide lines. Bishlama Lamanda Omar Paraksuf. It's fine according to the one who says that Adam was created as Adam and Chava in one, just with different, two different Paraksufim. Hainu Dachsiv, that's Pshat in the Potsik, where he writes, by Yisgar Bosar Tachten. That when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he took away Chava from Adam, by Yisgar Bosar Tachten, Literally, he closed up the flesh underneath her. When he took away the one part of it, he had a massive sort of opening, so it had to be closed up. And in the man's armor, but according to the one who said, Zonov, it was just a tail of autumn which was taken away. So, what does it mean? And he closed up the flesh underneath it, underneath her. It's only necessary for the place where he cut away. Look at the end of the day, Hashem did amputate, he amputated the tail, so there was an open piece of flesh there, and that had to be closed up. No, what was the hardest minute? Not because the Gemara says, for example, what we haven't had yet about by Yiven, there was nothing really to build, there was not, it was literally just separating the two. Obviously, you do have to clear that, clear that the flesh. I mean, you, you could be right, could be there's more, probably that is the Poshmash Shabbat. I'll tell you, the Ben Yoyada says this, he says, Look, you cut off just a tail, so leave it for a few days and it'll heal. Good, eventually, it will heal. But Yitzchak also doesn't have to make it sort of perfect. Maybe cut off the whole length of a body. We can understand you can't leave it for a few days. It probably won't heal like that. But if it's just a small tail, so leave it. So the Gemara answers no. Even in point to the Mount of Omar, if he cut off the tail, he still based the boss of Tafsana. The reason being, because Adam Arishim was going to wake up from his slumber, from his deep slumber, and if he noticed straight away where she'd come from, that would have defeated the whole person. It wasn't supposed to be noticeable where she'd come from, otherwise it should be in the spazza on Adam Arishim. So it has to be healed up straight away. Therefore, by Yisrael Bosa Tachten, and also remember, even if it heals after two, three days, you can still, there's always this scar. So it has to be by Yisrael Bosa Tachten, and that's, that's what the Ben Yoyada says. Okay, next question. Bishlam and Amanda Omar Zonov. It's fine according to the one who says it was a tale. Hangs the food, that's Pshat and the Postal, Vayyibet. And he built. You know, if you take a tail, take from a tail a human being, it requires a little bit of building skills there. A tail and a human being don't look quite the same. So it has to be restructured. A top plastic surgeon here, really. So by Yemen, it has to be built up. El Alaman, the Omar, but according to the one who said, Hartsuf, my by Yemen, what does it mean he built? And Hashem built. What do you mean he built? What did he build? It's nothing to build. You just separate Odom from Chabal, and that's it. You've got, you've got the woman. So what's the, what's the building? 
So the Gemara of the Rabbi Shimon ben Menasseh. This goes like Rabbi Shimon ben Menasseh. The Dorash Rabbi Shimon ben Menasseh, my Dixit was Pshat and Potsuk. Vayivan Hashem et Hatzelo, and Hashem built up the rib, whatever you want to call it. Melami, this teaches us, Shekol O HaKadosh Baruch Hu de Chava, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu braided Chava, no, the braided her hair. They have Yoch the Odom Arishan and brought her to Odom Arishan. Shekel Bechrache Ayom, because so we find in the overseas, Kodin Kliyot, they call the braid, braided hair, Biniyotha, an expression of Binyan. Dovarache, another explanation. Vayiv, and what do you mean he built? Some say we was taught in a brighter. Melami just teaches us Shebon O Hakadosh Baruch Hu lechavo. The Hakadosh Baruch Hu built chavo kibinyan oitzer, like a storehouse. Ma oitzer there, just as a storehouse, kotzim and amalo is narrow on the top, verochav and amasa, and is wider on the lower side. Kedivi kaver etaperis in order to be able to hold the produce, in order to hold the fruit. Simple uh, physics here. If you build it the other way around, narrower at the bottom, then the pressure means it probably won't last very long. You build it lower, at, at the bottom you always build wider than the top. So, af isha, so to with the woman, ketara minamalo, she was built in such a way that she is narrower at the top, verachava minamato, and has a lower, lower down her body is slightly wider, kedele kavel esavalad, in order to be able to, that she received, be able to hold a child. All the fetus. Okay? So the gone, that means say in simple terms, that before Chavah was separated from Odom, she was like Odom. She was Daimela Odom. Women's rights groups will love this one, you see. Odom and Chavah were equal. They, looked, they were much the same. But after she was separated, then our Kodesh Baruch Hu not exactly redesigned her, he sort of perfected if you want, he now adapted her bill such that now she would be able to have children. You know, it occurred to me that, uh, you know, you've got, you've got these people who call themselves Korea women. Yeah, you know, the 21st century, Korea women. Korea women means, in case anyone's not aware of this, that means that I'm not getting married, I'm not having children, it's going to ruin my career, my career comes first. Okay? Because we're living in the 21st century, what they don't realize is really they're living way behind the times. They're living pre the creation of Chavu. Yes, before Akkadish Prophet disconnected Chavu from Adam, yes, women and men were much the same. When Adam would go out to work the, the ground, yes, Chavu would go with it. Yes, she was a career woman. But after Akkadish Prophet separated her and said, You've got your own Tafilis now. Your Tafilis is not to be a career woman, it's Kadela Kabela Tavrat. Hashem Dafka creates that in such a way, you know, they, they point out, and possibly they must have pointed out, it's amazing because, I tell you recently, somebody was saying to me, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know, but apparently, the world, the way it's going now is such that men are doing the, looking after the children, and the women are the ones getting the job. That's what he, he said, he said, he reckons in 10 years time will be very much like that. It's just beginning, he says, it's, it's quite, you know, it's, it's going that way. Yeah, employers are much more interested, you know, this is the 21st century, more, more, more interested in, in hiring women generally than, than men. So that's the way it's going, they get better paid than men. And it occurred to me, wait a second, this sounds rather familiar. This was the case, the way, the way it was, 3,300 and whatever, 3,400 years ago, in a place called Egypt. That was the ship with Mitzrayim. The men had the women's jobs, the women had the men's jobs. Right? They were reversed. The men had to do all the washing and the cleaning, and the women had to work in the fields. That was what the Egyptians did. That was Shibbat Mitzrayim. And we were finally freed from it. And now, the world has decided, let's go back to Shibbat Mitzrayim. We will, we will, um, of our own volition, enslave ourselves once, once again. It's not, this is not the Tatis of the, of the, of the world. Hodam was created with his Tatis. Chal was created with her Tatis. It's the biggest prophet. You know, this, uh, I can't remember who says it. So, you know, you're going out into the world looking for meaning in life. You've got the biggest treasure under your feet and you're missing it. This is it. This is the biggest treasure you could ever ask for. It's no less important. And this is what we see from the beginning of time. And he brought her to man. This is now the next stage. Our Kodesh Baruch now brings Chavot to man, to Adam. 
Omar of Yirmiyah ben Elazo, Melami just teaches us, Shana's Akorish Borku, Shush ben Elazo Marishan. He could have just let Chavo go, and she'd walk over to Adam. She'd say, well, you know, I want to get married. Don't have much choice in terms of Shaduchim right at this moment in time. So, um, she'd go herself. Yeah, Akorish Borku says, I'm going to be the Shalton. Normally, Shushpin means like the best man, sort of the, the best friend, sorts out everything, makes sure everything is. But, Shushpin, probably translate in this context to Shushpin. HaKadosh Baruch Hu became that Shushpin for Adam Orishin. From here, the Torah teaches us Derech Eret. Shiyatsa Godo im Koton Bushushpinus. The Aliyadale. Vadiyadale, sorry, Vadiyadale. Don't think it's beneath me to be a Shushpin. You know, that, that's for the people out there. You, know, you hear people, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, so why don't you uh, try to read some shit up? No, 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 I don't have the time for it, it's not. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was a Shadson. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu could be a Shadson, then it's not beneath anyone. It's not beneath anyone whatsoever. You should know, I think, I believe it was Rebchaim Kreisworth. Rebchaim Kreisworth, a godol, not so long ago, and when he was quite, something relatively young, he was, I think, diagnosed with a, I don't know if it was a terminal illness, I'm not sure, but he was extremely ill. I believe possibly terminal. And he went to the stifler, and the stifler said to him, I think already at that time he may have already been a Rosh Hashiva, the stifler said to him, something to the effect of that, uh, he probably brought to mind of Chazal, but he said basically, if you're eating in Hachanotas Kala, that he was saying, Sha- don't know if he was talking about Funding, I think it was more the funding of it, not half an officer's color. You'll be there for two, uh, you know, you'll live a normal life. And he lived, uh, I, can't, I don't know how many years, many, many years afterwards. And this was a, a venerable Rosh Yeshiva, Chaim Kreiser. Tarkarosh Baruch Hu can do it, we can all do it. Uraman the Amar Parasuf, so says the Gemara. Okay, last question. According to the one who says, that um, that uh, Adam and Chava before being separated were literally just two sort of parts of them, back to back. Which one walked first? Can you imagine, you know, one wants to go that way, one wants to go that way. Which one went first? Now obviously the question really needs a bit of explanation. What does it mean which one went first? It depends on where, where they wanted to go. If they wanted to go shopping, probably Chava went first. If uh, they want to go to the Islam Edish, Adam probably went first. I mean, well, let me which one went first. So, the God says, the God says, you know, what it means is that which one was, so to speak, had Kadima, Zuchut Kadima. So if they wanted to both go one way, which, which one had Kadima? Which one came first? On the one hand, you could say, well, look, Chabal gets Kadima because she's the one who's busy with Eilam and the logical progression is Olam Azeh, followed by Olam Abor. This is the corridor to the next world. So, she comes first. On the other hand, you could say no. But Adam Arishan, he was the one busy with learning Torah. Okay, in the order of progression it comes second, but in terms of Maida, well, Torah is more important. So which one comes first? It's a bit similar to, I don't know if you remember, we had this with uh, answering Omein. Person making the bracha and answering Amen. Which one's greater? And as Maharal explained, it's no stira. They're both true. Which one will get their rewards quicker? The person who makes the bracha, because that's sort of more tangible, as he puts it. Which one will get a greater reward? That's a different question. The Amen is the more spiritual side of it. The higher mind, it gets a bigger reward, but it's later in coming. Similar sort of thing over here. Which one says Adamarishan gets Zuchut Kadima? So, the way, in fact, the, the way uh, the, the Ben Yoda puts it, he says, you know when you've got Siamese twins, it's, it's almost inevitable, you always get one which is stronger than the other. There's always one which is going to be a little, sometimes a lot stronger, sometimes a little time, a little stronger. But one will be stronger than the other. Okay? So, um, he says, that's the Gomorrah's question here. Presumably if they were like Siamese twins at this point, joined by the back, then one of them would have been stronger. The Gemara wants to know, him in Iberation, which one was the stronger of the two? So says the Gemara, whichever shot you want to take, Omer Nistabra, it's logical to assume the Gavro Saki Beresha, that Odom walked first. The Tanya, because we learned in the Brisa, Le Yahanich Odom Achere Isha, 
a man may not walk behind a woman, Baderef, on the road, on the way. The Apidu Ishta, even if it's his wife. Even if it's his wife. Oh, we're going to come to that. Good, good, good. But if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, Afidu hi ishtai, ginai hadova. It's disgraceful. It's passage. What does Rashi mean by that? He starts off by saying, lo yihalich odam afeli ishtai, badera, vafidu ishtai. Now, clearly he doesn't mean to say it's a ganai when you go after a normal woman. That's an isl. Because otherwise, why does he wait to afidu ganai adob? What he means to say is, to go after a normal woman, to walk after her, is an isl. As we're going to see, it's an isl. What about his wife? It's his wife. What's the problem? Ganai It's pasnished. Not also, but it's pasnished. This is what the marashah and others are medayik. What it means to say is, the way they, some explain it is, you know, Mishpah explains, you remember we had the Gemara earlier, you shouldn't speak with women in the street. And even his wife, even, well, even his relatives, because not everyone knows it's your relatives. That's what it means, Ganai Adobah. Possibly it means a Thomas Chochem, therefore. Okay, that, that's what Rashi means, Ganai Adobah. So, um, yeah. So, it's true that he couldn't see her anyway, as Colin just pointed out, because he was back-to-back with her. But it's still a ganai. It's tough to walk like that. Him walking behind her, it's tough That's the way the Maharashal explains it. Even though Mama, she couldn't even see us. I don't know what exactly the Maharashal is, but tough That's what it means. And therefore we'll assume that Ozzah must have walked first. I know, I know. I was wondering about that as well. So it depends on whether it's the Maris Ayin, or whether, well, the truth is, Maris Ayin, we say, Afiru B'chadri Chadorin. But, uh, I suppose it's, no, I was going to say that. No, I don't know. I'll tell you, the way the Ben Yehoyod explains it is, he says like this, look, let's work it out. He says, if one of them goes back to his way of learning, it's like Siamese twins, one's going to be stronger than the other. So he says, well, look, we've got this price, and this price that says, a uh, man should not walk behind a woman, even his wife. Why shouldn't he walk behind his wife? Possibly a little different. Rashi, Ganai Adolah, is why? Equality. Edomai, you see, that the man must have been the stronger of the two. Even if you want to find the God, the more Choshev of the two. And therefore, that's why, even after they were separated, the man would always walk ahead of the woman. She should walk behind him, not the other way around. Therefore, going back to when they were joined, we can assume that the stronger of the two was Adolah. That's the way the Ben Yehoyod explains it. Fine. Now it says, Nizdam no da'ala What happens if you're walking over a bridge and ahead of you is a woman? What are you supposed to do? What, jump off the bridge? What are you supposed to do? So you shall cannot install him. You should literally move her to the side. Don't walk by her. Move to the side. In such a position you won't be able to see her. V'chala over. In fact, again here, before we go on, take a look at Rashi. Nizam no ala gesher. What does Rashi say? Eishes ish. The healer font. We're talking about an Eishes ish, and she's ahead of him. Then Yisal Kenel is starting Achi Avara for now until he passes before her. It's an Eishes ish. Why does Rashi talk about an Eishes ish? What does Rashi want to? See, like, okay, a basura. I mean, a, a woman is not married. Says the Marashah, it's what we said before. I mean, if it's your wife, you don't have to start worrying about it on a bridge. Bridges and those things are not very safe. If it's a Kanai, you can, don't worry about it too much. But if there's an Issa involved, then you better worry about it. Even on the bridge, you still cannot stop. And that's what Rashi means. Duck in a case of Asia fish, where there's an Issa, then you have to make sure to get past her. You still cannot stop them until you can get in front, in front of her. How is on the Gemara? Anyone who passes behind a woman in the river, in other words, she's going down to wash herself in the river, he has no portion in the world to come. And Rashi explains because when she's going down into the river, understandably, she lifts up her clothes. She doesn't want to get them wet. 
And she, this person was being mistaken while he's looking at her. So, in a And Tosa says, Pirush, in Rabba look out. It doesn't mean if he does it once, that's it, he's lost his own book. Rather, if he does it on a, quite a regular basis, because in the end he's going to come to adultery, but so for Yerul again, and in the end he'll end up again. Okay? From Rashi, I'm not so sure it's Nashma that. Rashi is it's very hystatis. It's the very fact that he's being mistakilbot. He's staring at her. That's in the end. Maybe again it's also Rogil Bukat, it means more than once. But Rashi doesn't say because he's going to come to Neil. We know his status, but Isha is an Isha in itself. And in fact, if we go on a little, little further, Tanah Rabbon has been taught in a brighter. Hamaratza Mois Leisha, somebody counts that money into the hand of a woman, Miyoda Liyoda, from his hand into her hand. Kedibi is Takilbo, and he's doing it like that, one, two, doing it clearly in a way that he's trying to look at her in the meantime. Even if he has Torah and Masen Tobin, good deeds, like Moshe Rabbeinu, he will not be cleaned, he will not uh, get away with, without the, the din of Gehenna. Shneman says, Yod liyod lo yinoke ro. Yod liyod, which we're explaining means if one counts from hand to hand, you know, it often refers to money, because money goes from hand to hand. Lo yinoke ro, he will not be cleansed of ro. Meaning, Lo yinoke medina shel Gehenna, he will not be cleaned of, he will not be cleansed of the din of Gehenna. You know, in Ra'a the Gehenna, Ra is always Gehenna. Now this is quite a powerful statement. I mean, Maratza, by the way, the, the, the Ben Yoyon says, besides that, it means like, Rashi has been counting out. But you know, Maratza, what does the Rosh and Maratza literally mean? Ritzui. means a piece. You know, you've got a child crying, he says, what you do is you sort of give him money like that, count it into his hand, it quite, it calms the child down. It's also, in other words, he's trying to be very uh, gentlemanly-like, um, by counting out the money. This is the sort of attitude which ends them up in Gehenna. But the question is, obviously, look, we haven't even seen that if a, if a person commits adultery, that and yet, if he just counts out the money, he's looking at her like that, and just to get things in this perspective, the, the Ben Yoda says, he brings from Apiyam Arsham, that in Gehenna, there's apparently, there's 850 roots. And 270 of them, Ra, right, 270, are the worst of the lot. And that's what it means, that you knock him, he did not say Gehenna, that you knock him, Ra. He's going to get the worst of Gehenna. And the, the Ben Yoda points out, he says, it could be, it could be, it's alluded to in the word, Erebor. So he's looking at her Erebor. Erebor is Osiris Er, is Osiris, Ra, and the last two letters are Vov and Hey. Vov is the sixth Shisha Sidre Mishnah, Tereshabal Peh. And Hey is the five books of the Tereshabit stuff. They won't help. Him. That's what the Gemara is saying here. Even if he's received the Tereshabit from Amisha, Abedin, from Harsinai, won't make a difference. But what's going on over here? Why? He gets the worst of Gain, and why? So it's a very similar idea to what we said beforehand, and the Maharal by Omein. What's the idea? The Maharal says the same thing again. Because he says you have to understand when a person goes ahead and does an action of adultery, it's a terrible thing, but action is something which can be paid off in this world. Action is something tangible, it's mighty, and we live in an Olamati, or Tashem will pay him off by giving him punishment in this world. But the I, the I is something very spiritual. I think we mentioned with Havdala, it's the last, other than the Seichel, you go... The broth on the wine is the mouth. Then you go up to the power of smell, and then you finally go up to the power of sight. Other than the brain, it's the highest dark. If a person sins with his eye and with his eyes, that's already something which cannot be paid off in this world, in this physical world. It has to wait for the spiritual world. This is what, this is what uh, the, um, the, um, the Maharal says. He says, what's got to do with the hand? He says, because... Look, if you're something spiritual, so how do you connect with something physical? What makes the connection between the physical and the spiritual is the hand. The thing I mentioned from Shem Pinkus, the hand has three positions. It can be down, that's not Shaya Fayyid. They're either out in front, that's when your Osakin Olam are there, when you're doing things, or they're upwards. That's when you're 
connected to something spiritual. So the hands are the connecting things between the spiritual and the physical. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu with his hands. And that's what it means to say. If a person misuses Yod Liyod, he's Marat and Mois, Miyod Liyod, Kedemi Stakelbo, he's sinning with the eyes, stroke the hands. The hands being the connection between the spiritual, the eyes, and the, and the, the, uh, and the physical. To enjoy himself here, there's no way he'll be cleaned in this world. He'll have to wait for the worst again. And that's why this, I mean, there's a whole similar Shukhanarach, by the way, about Simon Chafarach and Evan Oezer, about his status to whatever. I always remember Rebellion, Elia, Rebbe he said that, um, you know, you have people who, who say, it's not so bad, you know, it's, it's not, not working. You know, do you remember, by the way, we had the Gemara earlier, which says that the Machshava is worse than the action itself. Remember that Gemara? The Rehurim, when it talks about the, the, uh, the smell of a pot. Huh? No. When it talks about it, it uh, talks about as well in terms of looking at the sun as well. Strength of the sun, it's worth to look at the, uh, uh, the list of things there. The bottom of the Omad there, going on to the Omad base, Omad So, the kids are, it says that the Hirhurim are worse than the action itself. Yeah, they do more damage to the person than the, than the, uh, than the, Anyway, so, um, the, the way I heard it was from Elia's grandson, Rabbi Lopin, who lives in Golders Green. He says that one time there was a bocha in his yeshiva. He went to Rabbi Elia and he said, you know, he needs, he's, he's got a family chasana. Um, can he go? So Rabbi Elia said, yeah, fine. Uh, just, you know, is, is, is going to be any issues with Sneer Sess? The bocha said, he said, yeah, but don't worry, I'm not affected by these things. So Rabbi Elia said, really? He said, I suggest you go to bed. I said, you go to bed, give me, your, give, give me your, your name, your mother's name, you go to bed. He said, what? Your rebellion is very old at this time, by the way. He said, he, he misheard me. Did he think I, I'm not well or something? I often go to Echasana. So Rebellion said, I heard you, for, you know, loud and clear. He said, I don't understand you. You're telling me you're not affected by this. He said, I'm 80-something, I think he was at the time. He says, I'm blind in one eye. I've got one foot in the grave, apparently. He says, I've got one foot already in the grave. Bang the stick. And he says, when I go out in the street and I see these young, pretty women or whatever, I'm Molly Passat. And you're telling me, you're a 20-something-year-old, he says, you're not affected by it. He says, you're poshers. You must be ill. He says, you go to bed, give me your name, your mother's name, I'll dog for you. You must be ill. He says, no such thing, what do you mean you're not affected by it? That's the way Hashem created man. You're not, either you're not normal or, or, or you're, uh, you know, you're ill. I mean, what's, what's, what's going on here? So that's the, 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 the Messias is there. Now, as I said, there's a, there's a whole se- similar Shulchan Aruch about it. But, um, I'll find it afterwards, maybe this, this Gemara is. Anyway, so the, um, the, Gemara, the Gemara continues on. Omar Rav Nachman says Rav Nachman, Monayach Amo Oret Toya. Monayach, he was in Amo Oret. Why? The Chsev is it right, Vayirach Monayach Achari Ishta. Monayach went after his wife. That's why Pshinim is called an Amor I think we've already mentioned that Amor means somebody who's connected to Arceus. Monayach was the father of Shemshin, yes. So, he went after his wife. Sounds like she walked after. Which obviously is, uh, is an Amor But it's not just sort of coincidence that ignorance. It is an ignorance. What it means to say is, because I think, is because Akhari Ishta. Ishta is the Arceus. He was top of the Fine. He went after his wife. And we're going to have a whole debate about this. Was he actually an Amoret or not? And the God just points out, by the way, according to the Zaya, he was the God of Lada. So it's very interesting that Gomorrah says he was an Amoret. But, um. Correct. There's, there's, correct. But according to, according to the. According to the. Um, the Zaya, he says he's greater than everyone in his generation. Right? Okay. So, Maskev Rav Nachma Yitzchak. So, Rav Nachma Yitzchak, he asked. Eremiasa says, that's the case, what about Gabi Elkanah, with Elkanah? Elkanah, with, uh, with, um, what's the name, Chanah. So, Elkanah, what does it write there? It also writes there, 
The Ksuvah as a rise, Vayelechel Kona Achareishta, the Kona went after his wife. You're going to say the same thing there. Vigabi Elishon, with Elishon, the Ksuvah that he writes, Vayokum, and he got out, Vayelechel Kona, and he went after. Okay, he went after the woman who let, let him, uh, took, him, took him home, back at her, to her home. Talking Nami there as well, Achareel Mamish means literally after. And Achareel Tiborehel, rather means after her words. Achareel Sothi, he followed her words, her counsel. He went, she sort of said, come with me, and he went with her. But it doesn't mean literally he walked after. So Achanami said to him, who says Monayach? Being a bit unfair to Monayach. Who says he means that literally he walked after? Maybe he just followed her words and her counsel. How do you know? The truth is, that, that pasuk, Vayelech Al-Kano, anyone, anyone know where that pasuk is? Before we get to that, where is it? Which, which, which parent? A- a- anyone find it there? The Gemara seems to have uh, failed on this one. There's no, no reference to it. What's going on? It Tosa says the positive doesn't exist. That's why. doesn't exist. No such positive. So the Marashal and the Marashal speak about this. And they are... So they go back and forth. There is a pasuk which says something like, it's uh, well, not something like, but it's, it's the Yalkut brings, and this is what they debate, is in the pasuk, um, it says, Vayilech, Vayilech so went to Roma, al The question is, al bias is Ishto, and maybe, maybe that refers to his, uh, so the Marashal says, it doesn't say al Normal, normal way of speaking. So Alve says Mashma Al can often mean Al can mean next to. So the way the Apostle writes it, it sounds like he went next to his wife, meaning after. Right, the Marashal doesn't like that. The Marashal's got a whole shot to. Uh, he's, he's, he's got he's, he's got a shot. He actually brings a different Apostle with the with the. Uh, he's got a whole cheshbon with the uh, and the meister with the um, what's it called the pedagogy forgiven. This is a coincidence. At least one shift there coincidence. The person involved there, there, it does seem about going after her. And according to the dark, it could have been, and you've got to work out the chronological, whether it could have been at that time, but according to the dark, at least, you could say it was El Con. That's how he wants to explain it. Okay, you can take a look at the Marashal if you want to yourself. But that's, so exactly where this topic is, it's not as the Gemara quotes, right? Yeah, El Con after Ishtar is the Gemara just saying that we do find somewhere that El Con went after his wife. What exactly is the topic? That's the debate. So the Gemara says, therefore, you're being a little unfair on Monaya. Says the Gemara, Omar Ravashi says Ravashi, the Ma'ayi ko Omar Rav Nachman. According to Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, Monei Achamu Oret Toy, the Monei Achamu Oret, Amu Oret, Afidu Bei Rav Nami Lo Koro. He didn't even learn what they learn in school. He didn't even know a pasuk in the Torah. Shenema says, Vatokam Rivka Benaritzeh, and Rivka and her maid servants, uh, her maidens, got up. Vatirkav Nala Gamadim, and they rode on the the camels. And they went after the man, implying, not before the man. So you see, it's a posk in the Torah already. The truth is, over here they ask, the Marashal says, a little sorachia, and what's the, what's the proof? Over there, she was already, she was betrothed to Yitzchak already, Zadiyazah obviously couldn't go uh, uh, behind her. So here we're talking about, we're talking about, Monayach with his wife. What's the proof? What do you mean? You don't see anything in here about Monayach not being able to walk after his wife. So then Yehuda says, yeah, but it's possible. Once you see that after a married woman does an itter to go, then it should be possible to you that it's possible to go after your wife. Like, like we've said until now. Good night, Adol. But um, he, he says, well, you, you, you could ask, so how do you know it wasn't just a practice in that place? How do you know it's, it's possible? Maybe that was just a practice in that place. It wasn't etiquette for the man. You know, the man has to go in front of the woman. Who says? He says that the, the way the Apostle writes it, he writes about Rishka Salvation, is sort of a, writes a length about stressing the lifnei or ish, or achrei or ish, that's to indicate that this wasn't just etiquette, this was because this is not correct for a woman to go in front of the man. Omar Rabbi Yechanan says Rabbi Yechanan, achrei ari v'lo achrei isho. If you've got a choice between You've got to go somewhere, and you've got two paths. One, you have to walk behind a woman, and one, you've got to walk behind a lion. So, better to go after the woman, 
sorry, Ariba Achari Isha. It's better to go after the line and not after the the uh, the Isha. The Vedi Yodah says something very interesting. He says here, the Benish Chai says something he says, actually the Nayahu, he says because apparently, I'm not suggesting one should try this, but, you know, if a woman is being chased by a lion, what she, apparently what they, they say she should do is, she should lift up her clothes, so that the lion will see her mockum erebor, and the lion will be too embarrassed and will go away. Apparently a lion will be embarrassed, he'll feel sort of awkward, apparently, to be walking behind the woman seeing Mokamel and he'll leave her alone. If a lion does that, it's saying Kolchkin, a man, should be embarrassed to go after a woman. That's the way the, the sort of the Benilion spells it out. That's why he picks on a lion. Why not, why a lion? Why not a polar bear? Why not a, uh, I don't know, what, a snake? Why not a lion? He says, it, that's why the Benilion says it picks out a lion. Akhiri Isha Vadei Akhiri Akum. Next one is, because even a lion is embarrassed to go after a woman when he sees her mock And the whole isla is because man doesn't see her mock but it's to do with he sees the way she walks and it brings him to Hurim, etc. And according to Tos, well, in that is Because a lion, that's the material. A lion is embarrassed to walk behind a woman when he sees a mock and another animal is not. That's just the material. I, mean, I don't know why. I don't know why a lion is that. I can't tell you. That that's what the Benoyo brings. Uh, I don't know if modern day lions are any different, you know. But, um, you know, it's 21st century, you know. The, um, it's, next thing is, you've got a choice between walking behind a woman or a, an akum, an obidabi dezorah, an aladigoy, better to go after the woman than an akum, because, you know, an akum may kill, someone who's an abidazorah may end up killing the person. Or, I suppose, he'd be, he'd be affected when he comes to abidazorah or something like that. And finally, acheri akum, but acheri beitaknesses. It's better to go after an Ovidavidazora rather than walking behind a shul, the Shoshat Sibumispalin, taking us all the way back to the first parent, walking behind the shul when everyone's davening. Because it looks like he's a kaifer. Everyone's davening, he's not interested in davening. He's a kaifer, but Mishat Sibumispalin boss. He denies the ones whom they're davening. The God says very interestingly, he says that this corresponds, he says actually that corresponds to, you've got the three cardinal sins there. Ari, walking behind the line, is uh, sort of tantamount to killing yourself. Okay, so that's Shvich uh, Ustomim. Walking behind the woman is Kili Aroyev. Ovid Avedizora is Avedizora, obviously. And this one, he says, is actually is, is uh, Loshon Horeb. You know, Loshon Horeb is connected to Kudom, he says. Okay? Behind the shul. So they're all speaking to God. The opposite of speaking to God, the, sort of the opposite of that is Loshon Horeb. We always say Loshon Horeb is the misuse of the tongue. So that, that's the connection. But he says it actually corresponds to the first two of the, of the Ten Commandments on each of them. You've got Anoshi Hashem Elekecho, Lo Yiyadecho, and on the second one you've got Lo Yiyadecho, don't kill, and Lo Tinoch, don't commit adultery. So it says, the lightest of the all is Lo Tinoch, letting yourself be killed, the lion. Then Lo Tinoch, walking behind the woman, the adultery. Then, going round is Lo Yiyadecho, is is Abed uh, and the worst of the lot is Onichi Hashem Disregard for Onichi Hashem Everyone's doubling to me, and you just sort of ignore that. That's Kofi Beika. That's the worst of the lot. So it says, but Amoran, just to clarify, says the Gemara, this is to walk past the shul when everyone's doubling. Is that Amoran Ela Dori Midi? That's only if you're not carrying something. The Dori Midi. If you're car- carrying something less on board, there's no problem because everyone can see. The only reason you're not coming to the shul is you're busy doing something at the time. It's not because you don't want to daven to Hashem. But Amoran Ela Dori Kopitcha And this is only if um, there's no other entrance. If you're walking past that entrance, you don't come in. People assume you're coming to a different entrance, so you don't have to worry if there's Vehikopitcha Acharino. Let's not worry. If there's another entrance, there's no problem. But Amoran Ela Dori Rochitchamro. It's only if you're not riding on a donkey. If you're riding on a donkey, less than a boy, no problem. Because again, people can see it's because you're on a journey. But I'm on an elder of monarch spilling. The problem is only if you're not wearing spilling. I'm a monarch spilling. If you're wearing spilling, less than a boy, there's no problem. Because again, if I'm wearing spilling, clearly I do believe in God. It's not that I don't want any shyness with God. And therefore, it's clear that the reason why I'm not coming to the shore is because I'm obviously either dominant, I'm going to dominant elsewhere, there must be some other reason. Okay, that's. I think we may have mentioned that at the time when it came up in the first place. Just to conclude, 
No? Not at all. People used to wear tefillin all day, you know. Scheinberg wore tefillin all day. I mean, people still today with it. The Gomer Gon said if he had the curse, he would have gone around the world darshaning about this mitzvah. The people should be wearing tefillin all day. Anyway, just to conclude the Indian, in Shulchan Aruch Eben I'll read to you what it says there. Eben Ozer says, If a person meets a woman in the Shuk, that's the Lashon of the Rambam, by the way, in the market, also it's forbidden. Not just Ganai, it's forbidden to go after her. Rather, what are you supposed to do then? Erorot, rather you should run. When Mitzalkot, it's sodden, and then go to the side of her. Or in such a way that she'll now be behind you. Okay? And the Raman actually continues, though it's not brought in, in a Shukhanar of this Lashon, he says, Anyone who does walk after a woman in the, in the market, He's from the lightest of the Amo Oret. Okay? Not particularly, uh, not the best of Akhilas, I suppose. Add, add it to the CV, but it's, you know, ish, so, they say that this. First of all, as we said, Isha, the Isha is obviously only behind uh, somebody else's wife, or in other words, another woman. But if it's his wife, it's, it's not a good thing to do, but there's no Isha, it's just because of Chashal. As we discussed earlier, is the, is the, um, it's because not everyone knows that it's his wife necessarily. Now, the Ba'er Hatev says, he brings Shittas, what do you mean walking behind a woman? What? So if I can see a woman in the distance, I better stop. What am I supposed to do? So he brings ships who say that it means within Daladamas. You can't walk behind a woman within about two metres of her. This is like we find with Miss Pallad Akhiri Rabbi. Do you remember we had, you're not, allowed to, you're not supposed to double behind your Rebbe? And we said that means Dalad within Daladamas. However, the Radvaz, he's brought the Kitson by Dave, he says no. He says no. As long as you can see, you can make out her movement, that brings to Hirhur, and then they think about the reason, it's because it's going to bring to Hirhur. So, um, even if she's covered up fully, no problem with Tzmiyas, you're not allowed to walk behind her. And then Kerem Chemed sees Madaiki, says, take a look at Shulchan Aruch, doesn't say anything about Daladamas. So, clearly, says, it doesn't mean within Daladamas. He says, when it comes to a zona, as it happens, I mean, it's not, not Agamora, but there it, says, it talks about walking within the Daladamas of a zona. So he says, there it's different, because over there it means any side, so you're not supposed to walk within the vicinity at all. And there it means even just Akroi, just to walk into her Daladamas for a second is a problem. Here, however, it means Dafka to go after her, and it's Dafka Bikvius, which is going to be very significant in a second. Okay? Only Bikvius. To walk into what behind her for a second is not a problem. Find a woman. What's the significance? The significance is like this. So what if I find myself walking behind a woman? What am I supposed to do? So, first eta is, as we said, rot, run. You're supposed to run ahead of her. But to run ahead of her, normally, unless I really go all the way out and all the way back, in which case she'll probably be ahead of me by the time I get there, means walking within her dollar dollar. You could say, well, that's not a problem. You're supposed to walk in the streets. You're supposed to kill yourself for this. We said, I'm very I read. But that's not what it means. It means that you can go within a Dalai in order to get ahead of her. Next answer is, well, Mishal cannot insult if you can't do that. So, go to the side in such a way, she may not be behind you now, but you won't be able to see her movement. If you can't do that, I can't get ahead of her. I can't get to the side. It's too narrow. It's too good on all sides. What am I supposed to do? Stop. Stop and wait for her to go ahead enough to the extent that you can't see it. And if there's another route to take, in other words, what we call Daka Acharino, you've got Daka Acharino, and you choose to go on that route, and the Gemara doesn't give, uh, again, not, not such a person time to such a person either. So, um, if you've got another route, and you choose to go on this route and get yourself into the problem, it's your own foot, you're not supposed to do that. Go on another route, take the other route. Now, but finally he says, look, I can't get ahead of her, I can't get to the side, you're telling me to stop, you know, look at how slow she's walking. I've got to get, I've got to get to a Zavar I'm waiting to get to a ship. What am I supposed to do? So he says, in that case, and in that case only, stick your eyes into the ground, 
make sure you don't walk into a lamppost or the woman for that matter. But, uh, and you'll have to walk behind her. But that's the only hassle. What, a blind, what about a, bi- a blind person, by the way? Yeah. So a blind person, the Shlor, says like this. The Shlor says it's forbidden. You know what his riot is? Sort of. Odom and Chabot. As Cotton said earlier. Odom couldn't even see Chabot. The guy said, which one's going to walk first? Mm, must be Odom walk first, because Chabot can't walk ahead of Odom, because he'd be walking after. Which means he wouldn't be able to see her. They're walking back to back. So Shlor says, you see, even if you can't see the movements of the woman, it doesn't matter, it's still a problem. Once, that's it, that's just the day. So Stechem has, you, I mean, you can imagine that there are questions on this, but he says, nonetheless, look, since it's brought by La Loch by, by various, the place can be said, you should go, you should, you should go to Chumrah. You can work out, the, you can work out the, the Cheshman back and forth, but that, that's what he says, La Loch. What about if you're walking with a group of men? Does that help? They say, no, it doesn't. Okay, so this is the Issa. This is not It's not just a frumkai. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an Issa. And by the way, that means, therefore, if you know, holding open a door for a woman, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a question. What are you supposed to do? Holding open a door is very gentlemanly, like I said before, but it doesn't mean it conforms with halacha. Because you know, so, so, some, some, somebody was telling me, telling me last night about you know shidduchim. So obviously, you know, prospective uh, shidduchim. You obviously want to open, hold open the door. Like the hotel going on a on a shidduch meeting. So you hold open the door for the... If she's from one of these very from Sam, she won't go in first. Cause she, if, and, if you, and if she has to, then she thinks, well, that's it, she'll have thought. This guy obviously doesn't know, uh, doesn't know the basics of our locker. Okay? That's so why you could let her go in first, and then wait a little bit, and uh, then you have to go looking for her to see where she's gone. But that, that, is, that is our locker. I mean, there's no, no sort of uh, two ways about it. That is our locker. Just tell you what, one, one final sort of advice to show you. I had a, a, a very good friend. He was... I think he was once, uh, I mean, he's now a rock somewhere, and uh, he, I think he was once in, a, possibly in Nesha, you know, like uh, one of these, uh, what do you call them? Sherutz, yeah, I think. Don't know right, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? I think that's where he was, maybe he was on a bus, I'm not sure, but Kitson, he was sitting, he was sitting, he was sitting behind a woman, somebody said, oh, you're not allowed to sit behind a woman, and this tomorrow, whatever. He really didn't argue. But I don't know if he asked, I think he asked from Chaim Kenyeski afterwards, and he said, no. What does it say? It says here, don't make up your own khubras. The issa is because you can see her movement. If she's sitting down with a high seat behind her, maybe you want to, you want to be from, fine. No, you don't have to sit, sit, uh, sit behind her. But it's, don't make up your khubras as if it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. As it happens, I did see, I, I, again, I don't want to misquote, but I believe, I'm not sure, but I believe Rivas and Tarot says it is a problem. I did see that password. But from this Gemara, it's not much more like that. Because it's Lo Yihari Chacharei walking after is the problem because you can see, you can see, uh, see her movement. Have a very good job.